Football ballers, ballers. And now you fellas leave your girl with her friends. Fellas, it's 1130 in the club. It's Joe. Ladies, leave your man in the club. It's full of ballers and they pockets full of ballers. And now you fellas leave your girl with her friends. Fellas, fellas, it's 1130 in the club. It's Joe. I ain't thinking about my man tonight. Monday, 11-19, November 19th. This is your girl, Aida Rodriguez. And we are going to have an amazing show today. We have some great guests. My two co-hosts that will be joining me on uh, in the next segment, Kurt Metzger, Annie Letterman, will be in the house. Chef Babette is uh, joining us. And I was stalking her today on her Instagram page, trying to figure out why I can't get my life together. <laughs> And um, I started thinking about eating meat. Then I, I, I cooked some shrimp today, and I cleaned the shrimp. I was deveining it, and then I realized there was something else in there other than what's usually in shrimp when you're deveining it. And it made me say that I don't think. But I isn't want that to always in shrimp? No, but I just think that as we continue to pollute the ocean, yeah, the stuff that's in those. Uh, as Tahuti calls them, ocean cockroaches. <laughs> they are getting worse. Every time I hear, and I love shrimp, but when I face the reality of what they really are, it's, yeah, it's, no, it's sad. It's, but it's, like you can't eat anything. That, like There's so <laughs> much that you can eat though. And, you like know, what? and there's so many good vegan meals. The problem is you have to, you have to prepare. You got to make time and you got to make a, a concerted effort to claim your life, right, and you have to you, you have to flavor, the, a lot of flavor with with you know no meat. You got to cook it right. So <laughs> he said flavor. People always uh, <laughs> it's so talking. funny because there's this misconception that vegetarian food and vegan food can't be flavorful. <laughs> no, because we've been you gotta, yeah. It's just white vegetarian yeah. food and white vegan food. <laughs> 
Because people of color, uh, uh, they season their food. Like, it doesn't matter what they do. They're going to always find the seasoning. So, I think, I think. What you think, Chef Babette? No, look. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, what I walk into? I am so in shock you just said that. Because I know you're absolutely right. Oh. (laughs) No, no, you are a thousand percent right. Why you think the head is cooking for him? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So, Facts. yeah, 10 years with a restaurant in Inglewood. So the food had to be tasty. Or, you know, black folks and brown folks ain't eating it. That's for sure. Well, it's me, the same way like we dance. You know, we yeah. just got that, you know, we put that lick on stuff. So. And you took the vegan food and you did it. Heck, put, yeah. the, put, the, put that thing on it. It looked great. It just looked amazing. I was on your Instagram page and I was like, no wonder Marcus be sweating her. <laughs> I see it. She is body goals. Um, I uh, anyway, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you for being you. here. Thank you. You are a, an Instagram celebrity. Mm. I've been watching you. Um, I listen. I go to the pages of Substance. I can only watch. I was telling uh, Emery today. I can only see so many selfies, and then I just want to. I don't even want to even see you anymore, not even in person, because I've been seeing your grill for the last three months. You just plastering your face over the internet, just over and over and over again. After a while, they become sickening. It's like if you ate a Big Mac every day, you'd be like, "Ugh, I don't want that." That's how some people. I have are a housemate who cooks a double hamburger every day. That's how selfies. Double are cheeseburger. To me. I'm sorry. A double cheeseburger. And I'm like, bro, that's you're doing the most with that every day. You know what? I, I remember uh, that show, the McDonald's show. Uh, the Remember the guy who was eating, said he was going to eat McDonald's every day for an extended amount well, of time? He got sick. Yeah. The, his, the movie, right? It was a movie. A uh, it was Super Size Me. Documentary, yeah. sir. Documentary. He went to the doctor and the doctor said, your liver is turning into mush. <laughs> Really? That's what the doctor said. I worked at McDonald's and and we had um we had um a family that would eat um a 20 nugget and fries every night. Mm. I mean that was me when I was younger cuz we were poor and we had a poor <laughs> mentality. You know, it wasn't just about being poor, it was right. just it was also about it's having a dollar. that yeah, it's about having that poor mentality. And, uh, you know, my mom would be like, they, they wouldn't season food without putting pork in it. I, I haven't eaten pork since I was a teenager because my family converted to seven-day Adventism. They don't eat pork. They eat very vegetarian. I didn't know that. Huh? I didn't know they didn't eat it. Oh, they no, they're like Jews because really? they, they go to church on Saturday. They hold the Sabbath. Very interesting, but their dietary practices. They're vegetarian. They're very vegetarian. And so, I didn't know that at all. I did not. I, I stopped eating it. And then they flipped back and then they were like, we're going to be Baptists because we miss our ham hocks. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not coming with y'all because I want to live. And I haven't eaten pork since. And I get people make fun of me so much. Uh, people of color always make fun of me because I don't eat pork. They're like, girl, you need to get some bacon in your life. Girl, mm-hmm. I ain't eating that. I saw that movie with they when they put the the a piece of pork under this projection light mm. and then you could see the, the trick of Nazi worms and I was yeah. like but that's those worms live in all meat and we are deluded by they do this is truth serum so if you are a <laughs> faint of heart and you are old sucker ass punk ass bitch this is did. not the radio show for you because we come here to talk about it all from the most truthful place and the people that come here come to speak their truth and we have no boundaries all we ask is that you just let it out cool. 
So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, you're beautiful. I just, thank I'm you. in awe of you because your energy is great. Because, you know, this city is filled with people who are pretty and not pretty at the same time. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. So, hey, you hit the nail right on there. Yeah. Head. So tell me, how long have you been vegan? Well, I met my husband, Ron Davis, in 1990, and he gave me some books to read. I, I thought he was cute, so I just pretended I was going to read the books. And I, <laughs> I read the books, and, and uh, one was Fit for Life. I read both volumes, one and two. And then um, the Mucusless Diet Healing System by Professor Arnold Errett. Now, the reason that is so important is because those books literally changed my entire life. I just overnight became vegan. I just, I believed everything that I read. And it was the mucusless diet that really mm. hit home to me. Um, so if anybody out there listening, got challenges, check out Professor Arnold Eric, the mucusless diet healing system is no joke. I'm going to read that one. Oh, it's amazing. Now, the Fit for Life tells you all about the chemicals at volume two, chemicals in our deodorant, toothpaste. So that got me on board with, you know, cleaning up that. And then mm -hmm. the um, first volume tells you how to combine your food because I was, baby, I could create earthquakes with, with the gas that I was, I was, oh, yeah. yes, passing. It was horrible. And I couldn't digest my food. And pretty much I was combining my food all wrong. I have a lot of questions, but first of all, I'm going to ask you about the external stuff because I've struggled with deodorant mm -hmm. for many years and I wear a natural deodorant and it also has made me allergic. Like I have these lumps that bumps under my armpits because I cannot use, I can't, I can't use anything that has the chemicals in mm -hmm. it. I'm and aluminum, find, aluminum in particular. Yeah, the aluminum. So I'm trying to find the right, I've been on a journey because um, my, my partner, we don't, we don't like to say boyfriend and girlfriend cause we grown, but, uh, tells me that I should, don't wear it. He was like, don't wear well, any baking of soda. You can always just pack baking some baking soda? soda under your arm. Yeah. That'll help. So you That's, just made a complete lifestyle change. I completely turned it all around. And I was a mess. I had an eczema, asthma. My skin was, I couldn't even wear anything backless. Were you in great shape like you are now? No. I mean, you know, um, I was never obese, mm -hmm. but I had my challenges. I was, mm -hmm. so you, you see some of my older pictures, I'm swollen. My eyelids are puffy and swollen. I didn't look like the same person. Mm. And once I got rid of all of the crap and I was a sugar fanatic. Oh my gosh. My mother, oh, my mother gave us so much refined sugar. I was totally addicted. That was, that was a part of why my skin was so jacked up. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, I just started cleaning everything up and just really started studying because I think that's, and I'm not trying to take the fun out of everything, but ignorance mm -hmm. <laughs> just really is, is detrimental, mm -hmm. you know, and we, we really need to um, wake ourselves up because we've been sold a bill of goods, everybody making money off of us, mm -hmm. our illnesses and our death and all this kind of stuff. And they just, all we do is line it up for them for the next generation. We, yeah. teach, we teach everybody after us to do the same thing mm -hmm. we did, and then we're all sick with the same illnesses. And, you know, my mother told me, she said, oh, don't worry. After you have that, well, I had a procedure, and she said, after you had that procedure, you're going to you gonna gain weight. Don't worry. You're going to gain weight. I didn't gain weight. Everything that she told me was going to happen didn't happen because I didn't live like her. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it just. Yeah, no, no. There, there's been a history of that with 
black and brown people. Um, my gra- my mother had a my grandmother had a hysterectomy when she was twenty four, mm-hmm. and my mom when she was thirty. Okay, and um, they both uh, were told that something was wrong with them. The cyst, you know, I when I when they told me I had cysts, I went to Tahuti. <laughs> And so Hootie got me on a detox. Got you on the detox. And so I wanted to talk about uh, detoxing because I, I, my daughter and I keep having this ongoing argument about detoxing my body as a, she thinks I do it as a form of a diet. And what she doesn't understand is a cleansing oh, for me. Yeah. It's important. It's very important for all of us to bathe the insides. And that's what we don't do. We live a lifetime and we never, ever cleanse our insides. That's all a detox is doing. I had a kid at work. She says, well, you know, when the weather changes, I usually catch a cold. And I'm like, it ain't the weather that's making you catch a cold. You're mucused up. Mm-hmm. And so we're like trash compactors, if you will. After you get so much of it, it's like it's got to come out. And so then you start feeling the sore throat. That keeps you from eating, you know, and you're expelling all the mucus and everything. It's, it's a cleanse. It's a forced cleanse, if you will. Mm-hmm. And that's why detoxing is so important. Now, you know, you might lose a little weight. That's fine. Well, I want to. Yeah. You know. But but the bottom line is you don't do that for weight loss. Right. Because what happens is you stop eating and then you start eating again and you put on more weight. Right. I used to do the lemonade cleanse all the time. Oh, but me that too. was purposely to <laughs> to get smaller. Mm-hmm. You know, overdo it and then do the lemonade cleanse. But then when I got back to eating again, if I wasn't disciplined, Mm-hmm. Even being vegan, yeah, you still gonna blow up. If you ain't moving and you're doing a whole bunch of uh, carbohydrates, forget about it. If you are just tuning in, this is Truth Serum with Ida Rodriguez. That is Chef Babette uh, on the ones and twos. I always want to say that it's corny, but I do, I don't know why I want to say that today. <laughs> I felt ra- very radio e, but um, so. I'll tell you, I have suffered from self-destructive eating habits since I was about 17. Okay. And so I've done everything under the sun. I've done Metabolife, Herbalife. I've done the cabbage soup diet. I've done the lemonade diet. I've done um, Xenadrin. I've done uh, anabolic steroids. I've done uh, Clembuterol. I drove to Mexico to go get that. I have done every single thing. And and I am so thankful that I met Tahuti and I started detoxing and started getting that stuff out of my system because a lot of people who modeled with me that did all that stuff are no, with, no longer with us. <sighs> and so, you know, I uh, I, I had an, a wake-up call and I went to see Tahuti. I did Dr. Sabi's detoxes and I realized that it was not just that, but I needed to have a paradigm shift within myself. Because throughout my my life, I've always wanted to have this body, and I, I was I modeled, so I didn't have the body I wanted. I had the the body they wanted me to have, which was basically I looked like a walking hanger. And then when I uh, I started gaining weight, uh, I started feeling abnormal because I'm 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 weighing what I'm supposed to weigh <laughs> as my right. as a person, and not walking around looking like a cadaver. <laughs> but um. Even at this moment, I said that I was going to change it and I want to uh, accomplish something physically, but as well as internally. But when you talk about mucus, I don't think people realize um, it was it was Tahuti who would always talk to us about mucus. And he would be like, you know, cow snot. You know, he's like, he's so graphic about everything because when we talk chicken about chicken puss. We Chicken eat that. Puss. We eat that. We eat it and we call it we call it juice because that's what they told us it was. Isn't it juice? 
Mm-hmm. That's body fluids, blood, toxins, pus. Come on, y'all. And then you wind up, like I always make a joke when I do a talk, then you wind up making a big old pot of chicken pus soup and inviting everybody over to eat it. It's like, come on, you know? No. Why you want another creature's, another being's pus? Why, why, why do you want to eat that? And you only want to eat it because you've been conditioned to think that it's like juice, like a watermelon or an orange. That's juice. Mm-hmm. Chicken, that's pus. Well, I, I talked to a man who's a scientist and working on the cure for cancer, and he said right now chicken is more toxic oh, it's horrible. than beef. It's horrible. It's, he says it's really it's bad. horrible. The method by which they are raising these chickens is disgusting and ridiculous. I saw a documentary the other day called, one was eating meat and the other one, I forgot what they were, but but one showed the factory farming method and the chickens inside this big, huge building. And he picked a chicken up and girl, he bent the leg back like that. It was just like this cord. It just, it just, it didn't snap. It just, was like that. I was like, that ain't no chicken. A, a bone is supposed to crack. It, hey, it, chef, it, it was like rubber. Chef Babette like, around, around here fucking up people Thanksgiving <laughs> dreams right now. She's like, it's going down. No. Y'all going to eat all this craziness in a two days. And y'all are going to be sick before the year oh is my out. God. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to come back with True Serum, more Chef Babette, uh, Annie Letterman, Kurt Metzger, and Deborah Giovanni is gonna, are going to join us later on in the show. And uh, we're going to talk about what's trending, what's happening in the news today. Thank you. We'll be right back. Midnight, grinding, hard
some spinach that's what you should be throwing in the bag right not uh those boxes of sugar and boxes of you know what this is truth serum with ida rodriguez we are back chef babette is in the house one of my um i guess one of my biggest battles is that i know better yeah (laughs) and that for me is worse than being with people who are in the dark and don't know better because I know better. I know I'm not supposed to be eating a certain way. I know I'm supposed to be. For me, I prefer to juice over a smoothie. I do too. Right? So, And I know that I should. I know better. And instead, uh, that's. I think that's not instead. I just feel like that's what my greatest disappointment is. Is knowing that I know better and I don't do better. So I would love to hear from you. What was your paradigm shift? What you said you did it from one day to the next, and I actually I was vegan. It was overnight. Stopped. It was overnight, and and I'm so grateful to Ron that he was a talker and shared the information with me because I bought it hook, line, and sinker right after I read it. Just totally changed everything overnight, and it was the best move I've ever made. I was uh, 40 years old. I was turning 40 when I did that. I'll be 68 December 7th. She's going to be 68. You look amazing. <laughs> Thank wow. you. And um, I look like her auntie. No, you so don't. I need to stop <laughs> what I'm doing right now. Y'all, she, she, that is not true. But, she but is, you know, come on. I, and, and, and like with you, it's like I just – Right now, I just want to live and I want to consume life and because I can sustain my life by consuming life. I don't know how we sustain life by consuming death. And every meal is dead. It's just like we're going to be sick. 
There's no way you can do it. And stop being so selfish about it. It's not just about you. It's about the entire planet. It's about every living sentient being on the planet that we share this home with. And we, because we walk upright and talk the way we do, we feel like we have the authority to determine who's going to live their life and who is not. They tell me that plants are sentient. So what? They have a season, and that's when I eat them. An animal has a lifetime. I don't care to destroy that. Mm. I don't have to do it because I don't have to eat it to survive. I'm 68 years old. I can still do a four-minute plank. Come on, y'all. Man, man. And I'm not eating dead animals. I'm not sucking somebody else's puss. She can do a four-minute plank. I know. I know. I know. I um. So I... uh. I really want the people on this radio show to really get it together and understand what I'm talking about. Emery just pointed out that the guests who were late are here and they saw him point them out. And I'm like, that's so distracting. And it lets them know that I'm ignoring them. But anyway, I'm going to just say it on the the radio because I think that's it. I'm saying it on the radio. Uh, Anyway, we were talking about detoxing. You wanted us to discuss what proper detoxing entails and how effective detoxing is because I believe that I should detox every time the seasons change. And um, he and my daughter did an intervention the other day because they were like, my daughter, she's very, very uh, college and she's like, mom, you have to understand. And I'm like, look here, young again, I don't want to, I want to live, I want to live a long life. And I know that I'm supposed to detox my body. Yeah, you are. And de- there's nothing wrong with detoxing. You're not starving yourself to death. No, you, don't, you don't always have to sit down to a big bulky plate of food to feel like you're being fed. You need nutrients. So whatever it is you're doing, hopefully you're not taking anything away but the trash. Right. Well, you said you had some questions? Okay. I just want to make sure. Listen, if you're out there uh, listening, and I know that some of you are, you can call us. You have any questions, you have comments, 310-986-6610. 310-986-6610. You got to eat to live. I read that book, Elijah Muhammad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read it in college. My friends were like, that's extreme. No, it's not. And I was like, no, I, um, I, you, you don't live to eat, you eat to live. And I learned a lot about corn. I learned a lot about um, things that I was consuming and not knowing what their nutritional, that they didn't have any nutritional value. Mm-hmm. And I started learning about food. Uh, but my family's from Puerto Rico and they eat every part of the pig. And I was mm-hmm. like, we grew up that way too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I was just like, so to them, something's wrong with me because I don't want to eat the meat like they eat the meat, right? I don't eat the red meat. And they're like, She's something's wrong with her. You're going to be anemic. Not but but the sad part about that is who's taking care of the meat for you before it's slaughtered and you eat it. And what are they doing to it? What are they doing to it? Do you trust them? I don't. No. Right. I don't. Anytime you'll put a product on the market that has arsenic in it and put it out there for the masses to continue to use it, I don't trust you. I don't trust anything you say. It's bad enough that I have to trust that the organic is truly organic to your standard. But what is your standard? What is your standard? Yeah, well, my standard, it would be best if I could grow everything I ate. Mm -hmm. That would be 100 for me. But I don't have it like that right now. 
So I have to take the word of the USDA or whoever it is Mm -hmm. to say, yeah, this is according to our standards. This is organic and safe for you to eat. But do you really have 100 percent trust in that? Mm -hmm. I used to think that. I used to think that anything in the supermarket was okay to eat because the government let them put it in there. That's how ignorant I was. Mm -hmm. I know better than that now. I just said something to him about that, the USDA yesterday. And I was like, (laughs) that is, um, I was relying on them. And then I had to think to myself. Thank you. Why? Why? So this is Truth Serum with Ida Rodriguez, Chef Babettis in the house. Tell us, where's your restaurant? 114 North Market Street in Inglewood, California. Beautiful downtown Inglewood between Regent and Queen. And what's the menu like? Uh, the menu is just some of everything. We got tacos, burritos, quesadillas. We got soul food platters. We got burgers. I make the patties in-house. Yeah, we got it going on. It's stuff I eat. Been there about 10 years. We celebrated 10 years this year. Oh, July, congratulations. July 2018. You yeah. make the patties yourself? Make the patties ourselves. They're nut burgers. So if you're allergic to walnuts, you can't eat them, but... Do you uh do you eat um uh, do you buy any of those uh products at home like Beyond Burger? I choose not to eat the um artificial meat mm-hmm. because um when I stopped eating meat, I just stopped eating meat. I was done with the texture. I was just done with flesh. Period. Mm-hmm. Now I opening a restaurant, you know that people are transitioning and my menu is pretty much more of a transitional menu meaning that I don't have a lot of raw food there. Mm-hmm. So it's not a cure-all. It provides food without animal products and refined sugar and dyes and preservatives. However, um, it doesn't take you everywhere you need to go because you got to have a lot of nutrients and a lot of life when you eat, when you consume anything. And that's what keeps you going. So I, I like, I love eating vegan food. I, 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 especially now that I have found places like, um, that season, the food, like Leonora's Mexican, right. right? Like they have, they have different places. I'm going to go to stuff I mm-hmm. eat. But I, when I did my raw, my first, uh, I did my detox and I did a, a raw food run and I ate tw- raw for 20 days. I started going to these restaurants in the valley and the raw food was just, it just tasted nasty. Mm -hmm. Everything tasted the same. It all tasted like this paste, Mm -hmm. right? And it was, uh, you know, the commonality was like Sun Cafe. Mm -hmm. They used to have a black chef and the food was delicious. And then he left and then everything started tasting like that paste again. And I was like, what happened to the food? It was, it got real fancy, but the food doesn't taste good. And I love the, the, the kale smoothie when he used to make it, now it just tastes like pure sugar. Um, and so you, you, what goes into your pre- preparation of food? Like when people are transiting, one of the reasons a lot of people feel like they don't want to be vegan from what I hear is that it feels like a task. They got to prepare for it and they got to do where they can just go get something to eat fast from a fast food restaurant or they can just throw something in the microwave but it's not that complicated, Sweetheart, right? It's like change your mind, your butt will follow. It's like grow up. You're eating, you're eating to survive. You're eating to take care of your body. And, and, and it's like stop thinking that it's hard and it's not any more difficult than it is to go buy packaged red meat and put it in the oven. You know what I mean? It's like people use that as an excuse and as far as I'm concerned, to your detriment. Mm-hmm. Because that's why we're sick. We're not nourishing ourselves. 
So every time you go buy something in a box or in a package, where's the nutrition coming from? And that's why we eat. It's like fuel. It's like gasoline. It's so easy, but yet we make it so difficult. You know. Mm. Well, I'm making a decision today. Good uh, for you. The question of the day uh, is... Oh, I love this question. What are, aren't are you thankful for? I love <laughs> Because everybody is so... Uh, gratitude has become a gimmick. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, I'm so thankful. I have a gratitude journal and I do this and I do that. And the reality of it is that you can't fool the universe. So when you're speaking lies into the universe, the universe spits them right back at you. Perfect. Uh, but my question is, what aren't you thankful for? Like We're going to hear this entire week. What are, what are you thankful for? I want to know what you can do without. Well, what I'm not thankful for is um, hatefulness. I, I don't like what's, um, I don't know. It's, I don't really know how to say it, but what's happening in our, in, it, it, we're going to just say United States right now. I'm not talking about the rest of the planet, mm-hmm. but the United States right now. I don't like the leadership. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that humans need to evolve and understand that if you are human living on the planet today, you got black in you, calm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> black is dominant, white is recessive, and there is nobody living today that ain't got a speck. So there ain't no pure race, calm down. You need to, you really need to get it together. And we all need to understand that we are part of a species and that is the human species. And we need to learn how to be that instead of worrying about somebody's complexion and the kink in their hair or not. And that is what I'm not grateful for. Oh, I appreciate that. Yes, that's the answer. I wanted one of those answers instead of people. I'm thankful for my mother. I woke up today. It's like, we get it. We get it. There are some things I could do without. Uh, I'm going to read off my list throughout. I could do without Donald Trump Mm. and his entire family being associated with the politics in my country. And... um, and, and I think he's given good reason for us to feel that mm-hmm. way, people that belong to marginalized groups. So that's going to be my first what I could do without. Uh, we're going to take another quick break. Annie Letterman and Kurt Metzger are going to join us. Chef Babette is going to stay with us. We're going to oh, keep yeah. talking about her amazing um, journey with food. And you have a book. I do. And What's the name of the book? Cash In on Cashews. I'm a dessert girl. I told you I was hooked on sugar, so we'll tell you about it. Oh, Cash In on Cashews. Mm-hmm. Nice. We use cashews for our shakes. We use Honey, cashews for are our Are they citizen. wonderful or what? They are good. Um, anyway, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more Truth Serum. Over there, but they worry about me. I got a homeboy named Butter and another homeboy that named Cheese. Well, with me, baby, I make it milk till it drip down your knees. Spit this for real low. 
brain reload kiddo say he looks up to me this just makes me feel old never thought that we could become someone else's hero man we were just in the food court eating god get rose yesterday that's the way every single morning i try to pray grandma and them they never forgot nothing else really mean nothing to me i ain't starting to be talking to me girl why you up with me move on ain't nothing to see Shh. always sum the song i'm the wrong off the rip cause of him all of them will remember the men not they feel in love with rap black like having your cousin back blue like when that rent is due cream like when i'm loving you Anything, anything, put on my 
It's Truth Serum with Ida Rodriguez, Chef Babette, who I've been, whose name I've been saying wrong. And I am um, grateful that um, she corrected me because people call me everything but my name. And so I'm so thankful. Wait, that how, she do, said how it. do you say it? It's Ida. Ida. Well, the Ida comes with the, the, the Ida. I do Ida. Yeah, what you do, it's close. But some people call, I've had people call me Adia before. And I'm like, that's <laughs> dyslexia. You're the girl, girl yeah, Adia. <laughs> yeah. Your name's a dyslexia test. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Annie yeah. Letterman and um, Kurt Metzger have joined us. Hello. And Chef Babette is still here. We've been talking about veganism. And uh, these two people are hysterical. They're very funny. <laughs> I met them both separately on the comedy scene. 
Kurt and I were on Last Comic Standing together. He was uh, there for his second time. Oh, at, yeah, with... Uh, with Roseanne and Russell. Uh, yeah, right. And, Love uh, Roseanne. Can you, I, yeah, right. I, holy, I forgot, like... I, like, blanked out all that uh, period of my... <laughs> you blanked it out. You Because yeah. it was so, like, quick and, like, also, you know... But they're very, you know, they're very nice to me. It was, uh, I, Did you make the edit, Kurt? I don't... I think. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, he did. Yeah. The first time I got it, like, a, that chicken trophy... Mm. Oh really? That's they I give you chickens? Away. That's so nice. No, I got a best joke. You're making the <laughs> vegan unhappy. I know. And I brought it up. I go, this is a murder trophy. <laughs> That's you. where I first saw you was on Last Comic Standing. Oh yeah, no. I said, Who is this? Hello. <laughs> Last Comic Standing for me was a very interesting experience because it was good and bad all at the same time. Did you time. tell that story? Because I remember that vividly. And I remember being like, Jesus, that was not it was a bit harsh. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. It was well, like, you know, it's my first time doing like a real, like a broadcast TV show doing stand Was it? Yeah. And uh, to have, so, and I know this is going to sound crazy because Keenan Ivory Wayans was one of the judges. And I, for some reason, thought he would be my ally because mm -hmm. he was a person of color. And I really thought that he was going to say, give me some inspiring words because he had been watching. What did he say again? He said, uh, First of all, when they brought the camera to him, he said, I can't right now. And they had to go to Roseanne and then Russell. And then they came back. He's like, not ready. He was like, it's so distracting. He was like, it's so distracting. He said, comedy is not about distractions. And you have to, uh, Oh, you need to tone it down because I had on a dress. And the dress wasn't even, uh, it wasn't even like a, I wouldn't even call it any kind of, Pro overly provocative. No, it looked it like an Easter dress. Yeah, it was. It was yellow. Yeah, like it wasn't. Yeah. But uh, you know what? It just uh, you clean up real good. So uh, that was his more than that was his issue. Yeah, obviously yeah. it's his problem. Obviously it was his. Yeah, it's it was like, just uncomfortable because um, there was a bunch of stuff going on that season where like. They told Phoebe her headshot was ugly. They asked, um, what's her name? Was it? How was the headshot, though? I never saw her headshot, but I was like, damn. Because you could be pretty and have a bad headshot, you know? Yeah, but what does that have to do with your stand-up? Yeah, that has nothing uh, Nothing, but stand-up is the lowest rung of show business. It's about casting. That's what all the complaints and, and all that are about. It, it, the stand-up, though, is below. I'm beneath a ventriloquist. I'm beneath a magician. Really? Oh, yeah. This is the job, stand-up, what Screech from Saved by the Bell, after he... After porn didn't work out, <laughs> that was his plan B. Okay, so stand up is not like, but I wanted to do stand up. Like, I was just into stand up, right. you know, and, uh, and it gets confused. And it, people always mix it with like improv, which it's not, even though it's yes. all under comedy, yeah. it's not remotely the same blogging, thing. Blogging, they think comedy blogging's now yeah. comedy. Instagram, Instagram, Instagram yeah. So they'll say, he's a YouTube comic. He's going to go up in front of you. And I'm like, no, because I'm leaving. Oh, do you know how many show. times I've been bumped for something where I'm like, are you kidding me? And then it's just like a woman on stage going, why are you not laughing? Is it my Botox? I'm like, you didn't tell one joke. I say that every time they tell me a woman's on the show. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, how it's, dare you? Comedy's become a whole different. Well, that YouTube animal. thing, because that is like an annoying, but, but. I'll get listen. If you make me laugh, I'll give it to you. I don't get. I don't care. If you make me laugh, yep. yeah. If you make me laugh, the problem is that whatever they're using to make somebody laugh is yeah. not a joke, right? It's not the same. And as also, going there's on no stage laugh. And yeah, there's yeah. like not a discernible beginning, middle, or end, and uh, no laughs at yeah. the end. And by the way, if you read the press now, that's like the highest thing you can do. Like finally, comedy that's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> 
because all the bloggers bloggers want to be able to do it so then they go oh well here was this unfunny special this is the future of comedy this is so funny because now we're redefining funny so now we can be funny so now i could do that and you're like even the person that's not good is better than you Mm. but i felt that way with alternative comedy and i'll tell you kurt metzger Mm. i would look and be like Every single white boy on this comedy show is horrible. None of them are funny. <laughs> this motherfucker just went on stage and said, do you like the color blue? And just stop. And, and that young man's I thought name so. was Nanette. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I, and I tell you, I would sit there and say, and they was like, oh, Comedy Central loves alternative comics now. And I'm like, so what does alternative comic mean? Uh, how long have you been doing well, it? Eight, 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 11 now. Okay, do you remember... Cause this, uh, this were all the, cause when I started, it was in Philly, and it was more, it was like you could do the black room or like the white open mic, but it was just the black room was better because there was a crowd. It wasn't just comics. Do you know what I mean? So that was the better. So I just went to that one because it's the better one. And when I got to New York, that's when that alternative thing, like it wasn't. It was like Luna Lounge was the alt show, right? That the Comedy Central was getting people from, and slowly that just became official, officially the comedy kind of like alternative shit. And uh, and that's where they're like, why is it so white and whatever? Because that's upper class twit kind of stuff that's generally going to be very Yeah, if your Comedy parents has- are rich, if you have money, you can be real silly. Like whenever I say silly comedian, I'm like, show me how much, what did your parents do? Honestly, who pays your rent? Yeah. You silly piece of shit. You can afford shit. to do comedy and you fail. You silly piece of shit. But <laughs> even silly is fine, but it's just they, they defined, because Comedy Central was the main right. like kind of channel. And then... They when they were go they weren't going to clubs looking for people for the most part but they would go to like Rafifi or something, and that just became the standard, right? Like that's like well this is what the comedy is now and guess what it's very like, <laughs> it's a ve- from a very specific, I can't even count on my hand the amount of shit where I'm like I I don't even know, like and, and it wasn't I was old yet it was like I was like thirty I'm like I don't even know what the hell you kid and these are people not even that much younger yeah. than me. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. There was that show. <laughs> I don't know why on, you're laughing at this. I don't know why. Like, what, there was that t- show on Vice. Do you remember that? It was I a like flop the, house. The angry people, and I love. Did it. you ever it's see? Right did you ever see flop house or hear about it? Yeah, I heard about it, but I don't. Want okay, it. it was this show on Vice, and they were interviewing all these like LA comedians, right? But they're not. They were alt comedians. So they're doing shows in like garages. I swear to God, they were doing shows on a fucking mattress in the street. I'm like. And they're like, you know, it's hard to get work. I'm like, if you write jokes, you will be able to get some club spot. I mean, if you're not writing jokes, then you're probably gonna have to be in a garage with your friends who are laughing at your cadence. Yeah. And you're just like, (laughs) this is truth serum. That's Addie Letterman. (laughs) Kurt Metzger's in the house. Chef Babette is still here. So Chef Babette, I have a question for you. Do you ever go online and on Instagram or YouTube and say, look at this old fake ass vegan like we do with comedians? (laughs) Because like, everybody online is yeah. doing something. They're, they're, they're every, doing the most. People yeah. are pimping everything. Dude, people they, are thirsty vegans. Yeah. They're like, relax. You were vegan like you were eating bacon like three months ago. Well, just why, calm down. Why, like, why are you just your reason for being vegan? What is it? Who, mine? Yeah. Just health or is a, a, a ethical or something? It's ethical. It's health. It's all of that. It's And it's plus it's what humans are supposed to eat. Well, uh, really? You say you think that? Oh, Oh, why, for like sure. why, but why? Well, totally because you can digest it in your mouth. Boom, uh, boom. Okay, wait, you you do not digest meat in your mouth. You chew it and you swallow chunks. You never, you never. But even after you cook it, you never break it down in your mouth ever because you do not have the digestive enzymes or the teeth 
to break it down in your mouth. Period. Period. Is, is that what my stomach's Period. for? Your stomach <laughs> has to have a little help. Just yeah, like when you, eat a, when, you eat a, like, when you eat a banana or you eat some broccoli, you chew it up in your mouth and you break it down in your mouth and then you swallow it and the digestion continues. But when you eat a piece of animal flesh, you can't break it down in your mouth. And plus, you're usually eating it with something else that you shouldn't be eating it with. And then you swallow all that stuff together. And then it just sits in your stomach and it begins to putrefy and rot and that's why when you fart, you smell so horribly. Or you go over to your aunt's house and Broccoli she's like... does not help my she, farts either, she, I'll be she, She's like, I hope you didn't come over here to have to use my bathroom. <laughs> Blow up my house every time you come over here. But no, seriously, um, it is the perfect diet for the human species. That's a dirty trick vegans do when they, get, when they call I know it animal true. flesh. And all of a sudden you're like, oh... Mm. Flesh. But Wait I, a second. I know it's true. I get the ethical thing, but I mean, that, literally, that's how humans evolved was cooking meat. That's why you don't have to chew grass like a cow because you can get lots of energy. You cannot chew. You cook it. The you cooking can, is the innovation. You cannot cook meat so that you can chew it and break it down in your mouth. Oh, I'm Period. Italian. I'm real good at it. Period. <laughs> it just ain't gonna happen. You are having this amoeba. Yeah. You're gonna <laughs> melt in your mouth. He was disowned by his family. <laughs> it's funny because My I... sister's vegan though for ethical reasons, but I, I always wonder about that part. Like, that's what you're meant to do. I'm like, well, if you're meant to do it, I mean, how the hell do we get this far not doing it? Like, yeah, well, you know what? We just all goofed up. That's what we did. Mm -hmm. Do you think so? I know so. Uh, and we are, we are well, I will be honest. She looks younger than you, Kurt. I'm not gonna <laughs> Hold on. That could just be moisturizing. That doesn't necessarily mean no. vegan. Kurt, she looks so... <laughs> I've met Pam Greer. I she's don't think she's She's making you look elderly. <laughs> it's like unbelievable. You look retired. You look like you've retired. Well, <laughs> that's, a, that's a combination of Uber jeans. I'm, lo I'm looking Uber at a genes. toddler. I'm looking at a toddler. I almost don't want to listen Uber to what you're saying because you seem too young to listen to. Listen, I think you look quite young and you eat meat and stuff. I'm just saying... I do eat a lot of meat. That's not conclusive... I'm almost 70 years old. I can still run hills at Griffith Park. I'm still doing four-minute planks. I can do whatever it is I want to do. I'm on no medication at all. And people my age are generally broke down and beat sure. up. I'm and just, and they get do down on the floor and can't get I back know, up. I'm laughing, imagining myself doing like a 10-second plank. <laughs> four-minute plank is fucking gangster. <laughs> four-minute but, but plank. Animal eaters would normally believe that I would have to be skinny as heck and, you know, just really weak and pitiful because I don't eat dead flesh. Like, don't Do you, you feel like I, you vegans get, get, get fat? They don't get skinny. They eat all the carbs and stuff, right? You I gotta got make fat. A, not you. I mean, you look great, but generally, I don't want to be. I don't want to be skinny from being vegan. The dudes no, some sometimes. Of them, some of them are. I think yeah. they're smaller. Yeah, there's it, a comedian who has a joke about a vegan, a friend of his, and he said he's a. He's overweight, and he's like, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand fat veganism. There's like, no oh, animal products in cake. There are a lot of fat vegans. There and really why is are. that? Well, because they are junk food vegans. Well, they I eat always, crap. I was, I was vegan for a second, mm -hmm. and I was eating all these. I was gaining so much weight, and I what realized, were you eating, honey? Oh, you know what I was eating. Yeah. I was eating like all potatoes, Pasta. all yeah, yeah, like all starches, and, and you weren't moving. Well, I was moving. I moved, but... I mean, listen. did you work out on that? I wasn't... Listen, lady. I wasn't doing four-minute planks, all right? Four-minute planks. Listen, you're on your high horse. You're not even... You are, You don't even need a horse. You're running up the mountain. Okay, listen. You know, by the way, when Patrice went vegan, I had this whole thing... I don't want to arm wrestle you. I'm just saying that. Um. <laughs> but, but what I'm... But I was eating... I remember I was eating all these sweets from Sweet Cakes, that place, and I was getting so fat, and I was like... 
oh, it just like hit me one day. I was like, oh, vegan isn't like a diet. Like just saying it's vegan doesn't mean that there's not everything else in it. I was shoveling the, it was so dumb. Well, listen, it worked for Hitler. <laughs> oh my God, there's, there's Kurt. That's the Kurt I know. Let's go. Kurt Mesko, ladies and gentlemen. In, the, in the chamber, there's always a Hitler he reference. He was a staunch vegetarian and animal lover. <laughs> <laughs> He did. He saved a lot of animals. Guys, like I look great. Look at this mustache. It looks ten years younger than my. He saved all the head. German shepherds. <laughs> looks like the mustache ever, of a boy. Do I? Do you <laughs> ever look at some of the people online and say they're pimping the vegan game? Because you know, I do. You know uh-huh. what? I want to see a white vegan look that young, and then I'll 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 put that. <laughs> Annie's just on board, like, well, she's hot. I'm like, like I said, could be moisturizing, could be genetics. Listen, I'm very easily won over by good looks. Like, hot people tend to stay hot. Okay. I succumb to the hot very quickly. Okay, he got me. <laughs> Show me the whites. Show me the whites. Yeah. Like, I want to see a white hot I But do get you blessed. ever look at online and say? Actually, you know, I'm so, come on, I'm 68. I'm trying to inspire people. Right? I'm helping young people. So really, my heart is so true when 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 I'm posting or I'm going through. And if I see somebody that was 400 pounds and now they're 150, I'm so happy for them. So I'm not usually going on there wondering if you're a fake vegan or Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm just basically trying to do my part and inspire. Wait, you mean online? On social media. So I'll tell you this, because I'll yeah, be, Talk some shit. I'm tell some, <laughs> no, some I was, serum. I was vegan for six years and then <laughs> not vegan for like 10, right? But I was still telling a lie. Like, cause oh, you so, were still lying? Like yeah, it was, was just... It, it was <laughs> oh, is it, is like, it because you sold... Like, my it, niece. Okay, okay, okay. Is it because you sold your life as a vegan and you couldn't go, go back? Couldn't go back. Like, this no, is my brand. It was because oh, I really, I don't have a brand. Can you tell? Uh, I didn't think, I really in my mind thought that if I was vegan four days out of the week, that you were vegan. You were, you were, it up, you were, I'm a vegan, right? <laughs> and I, I was like living a lie because I, and even when I was, I started eating meat. I started eating red meat again like two years ago. <laughs> when I met um, no but I, it was before him I went to the doctor and my doctor told me I was protein deficient and I was uh, vitamin D deficient and, and your farts didn't smell enough listen and that, exactly and my folic acid was deficient okay. and so he was like you were, what you need is a salty steak mm. That's what, so I started eating red meat again and then I I I don't feel well when I eat red meat. But listen, but my niece, she's all on Facebook with the rest of the with the rest of her cousins, and they're they're at a lobster joint. She's got the big bib on. She's like, Auntie, I'm vegan, yeah. At the and lobster. Place? She at the lobster place, and I said, I put down there, is that you? <laughs> I thought, I thought you were. She's never gotten back with me. She's never responded. <laughs> she, holy shit. <laughs> it's a lonely life. She's on life. the lamb because she ate lobster. That's fucking great. It's a, it's a lonely life being lobster a, a vigilant vegan. <laughs> but I think that's the difference. I mean, clearly you got some you, you, health is you're getting from. I think, you know, people like to have a thing. You know, to have a nice smug moral superiority. Like it's there's the appeal of an identity yeah. is, is bigger than... You know, because veganism got invented in like the 40s in England. It's not like, like, it's a, it's an identity thing. So like the people that do it for whatever, there's always going to be a bunch of people that are just there to be. I mean, that's, it doesn't matter what identity anything, it is. Yeah, yeah. What that's why you, it's dumb to get into identity. What you gain in animal friends, you lose in actual real life friends. 
when yeah. you become vegan. <laughs> and those animals don't thank you. <laughs> All of a sudden, <laughs> we are live. This is Truth Serum. Chef Babette is here. Uh, she has a new book, Cash In on Cashews. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is available. Where can people get it? Well, you can buy it on Amazon and you can come into the restaurant and pick it up as well. Plus, I'm having my 68th birthday bash at stuff i eat you can uh i'm gonna do a demo i'm gonna speak you're gonna be able to meet a couple of really awesome uh speakers that are gonna go on the road with me we're planning a road trip a vegan trip a vegan road trip y'all need a comment uh, yeah, yeah we need a comment because <laughs> i need a tour yeah but you can do all your old lie jokes about <laughs> when we're vegan <laughs> fucking liar this is truth serum this is truth serum that's why i have to tell the truth when i get uh, to the mic i can't lie i have to tell the truth but i did lie and say i'm 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 a vegan and i was like (laughs) eating going to get lobster fist my mom does that because my sister's vegan and my mom would just like i'm vegan too (laughs) it's pressure you're not vegan mom anyway the date is december 1st so you can also um go to chefbabette.com and buy tickets and Come hang out with me. On I want to go. Birthday, you should come. Hell yeah! All y'all should come. Oh, I would love to. I, will, I think I'm gonna be here, so. and I'm gonna demo some of these desserts in here. Oh, cool. They're so, what's your favorite them. dessert to make? Uh, you, you know what? Once I I realized what the cashew nut would do. You could mm-hmm. soak it, and, and it just takes on whatever flavor. I just became proficient. I have a question okay. about yes. almonds. Are almonds bad for you? I heard something what? recently that there's arsenic or something in, <laughs> in almonds. <laughs> But it was from a conspiracy theorist, so I don't know. You know what? It was um She's not Pranjay Gupta on You know, if if they're not organic, you have to be really, really careful eating nuts that are not organic. Yeah. And all nuts should be soaked prior to eating because Uh, that's what I tell Kurt. I say soak those nuts. Because hey, I think there's arsenic in them, soak honestly. Them where? They're Chef, definitely killing specific. me. Chef I'm B pretty did sure. not say that about soaking, the, soaking <laughs> them. Nuts. I said, I've been very good about I, not. There's been a lot of sexual innuendos that I have just passed up. Okay, but I know, you I didn't pass. You said the meat doesn't, doesn't, you can't break the meat down in your mouth. I was like, you need oh, to you work it a little bit. You know what? You are so bad. I'm trying to be a good girl. I'm trying She's to be so a good bad. girl. But y'all, I'm not talking about them nuts. She's not. <laughs> I'm talking about them other nuts. Like. But it's because she might be a lesbian because she's a vegan. But oh, sure. you are so <laughs> naughty. You're so, so bad. Bra- they can only lick me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. sorry, you're a guest. I'm so this sorry. You're an angel. You're an angel. You're an angel. If you didn't know, I know a great vegan so taco sorry. recipe. If you didn't know, this is Truth Serum with Ida Rodriguez. Kurt Metzger is try, came here today to try to make me get my show taken off the air. Oh, you know what I, mean? I asked if I could swear. Let him in. No, we're not talking about uh, swearing. Uh, oh, I would for telling you the truth. You talking about making a Hitler reference? I know he's bad. And she, but she bad too. You know what? Wait, hold on a minute. Which Hitler are you talking about? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Are we talking about the same? So, you mean Adolf? No, not no. no. He's I'm talking about Bill, Bill Hitler. This guy is he, cool. He's kidding. He's kidding. So I have a question. Chef uh, <laughs> Babet answered in the in the first uh, segment earlier today. What are you not thankful for? What could you do without this Thanksgiving? Because <laughs> everybody's like, I'm so thankful for this. I'm thankful for that. What it, What can you do without? What could you clear on out? What are you not thankful for? I'm sick of. I I'm not thankful for. Um, for maybe, I don't know, social, I guess I like social media a little bit, but I wish that nobody was allowed to, if they were going to say something bad, they just weren't allowed to talk to me ever. 
Um, I try not to look at that stuff, but I guess, I don't know. What am I? You know what? I, I will back. I not only from social media no longer believe in democracy. I don't even think people should direct tweet. You should have to vote for a representative. <laughs> and then they'll fucking put the thing up because, uh, I mean, I'm like a mountain man of not going on social media. I, I cannot believe that I thought that that was a thing that's normal or good to be on that. So you're I'm not, not. I, I went to your Instagram page. You're not very active on it. I, I maybe I'll put shows on, but no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. it's it's it it it's really? contributes to mental illness. I, it it does. looks like a diseased you brain. Should. Read the thoughts on Twitter. It looks like a crazy brain that everybody poured all their road rage into, and then they made a or they raised a demon basically. Right. And now it eats it eats people and shits out money for some people. Mm. It's it's fucking gross. It's just a weird thing too because. Now nobody's saying what they really think. They're just saying a thing that they think will get them popular. You know, mm. like, we'll get them a retweet, we'll get them a like. And it's like, I don't think anyone can even differentiate between what they what they really think anymore. It's all bullshit. It's very, like, sheepy. It's very followery. It's just, I don't if know. If you get it, I'll put it this way. If you, but also, if you please follow me. As I said that I do, I am more active than Kurt. So you're yeah. going to want to follow me. Don't waste your She said, following. please follow me. <laughs> yeah. And also, please follow me. I still give a little... Uh, listen, listen, December 1st, Chef Babette is going to have her birthday party at Stuff I Eat. That's right, 114 North Market Street. And your website is chefbabette.com. That's it. Um, you got to pick up cashew on cashews. Cashews are mm. delicious. My favorite kale shake mm. is made with cashews. Yes. Um, I'm going back to that. Emery, we are going to transition into veganism Your together. Your favorite kale shit. Yay. Can I tell you something? The urban stuff here is very different than in New York. <laughs> when I go to my friend's black shows, like, yeah, we're into kale. I never have heard anybody talk like this on the East Coast once in my life. <laughs> California, they really spread the healthy around, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, everybody's healthy here. Actually, the, the first uh, vegan raw food chef I met in Los Angeles in this movement many years ago was a black man at Sun Cafe, who made some of the most delicious meals. And I stopped eating there after he left because yeah. he made these vegan soups. These They were raw soups, and they tasted so good. Yeah. It was so good. Isn't and that just juice? No. <laughs> oh, he no. is You're really hater. bad. He's, He's really, hater. really bad. Give me some of that orange soup they and got what? to go. Why are these non-vegans so tickled at that? I know. Just so tickled. Well, you know what? I because got, we're uh, ill. <laughs> we no, are sick. We're, we're sick. sick people. We're sick people. I, I'll tell you it's why. It's the meat. It's probably the meat, honestly. We're no, eating had, worms I, every day. I have too much iron. Listen, I came out of a thing. I was. In a, I mean, I call it a doomsday cult now, but I was a Jehovah Witness, and I, and I already came out mm. of one of these things where they go, man has lost his way of what he was supposed to be doing because it started dawning on me. Everybody's saying that. I, I don't believe that there was this better point when we were not necessarily veganism or anything, but like it used to be great and whatever. And then we slowly got worse. I don't think that's how it happened. I, I think slowly, think. if we don't just destroy the planet, it actually maybe gets better. I believe that too. I'm with you on that. Oh, yeah. you guys agree? You know I mean? yeah. High five. I like that. High five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't disagree on much because Babette is hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I'm just glad Sherrod isn't here because oh, he would have been God. all over her. Sherrod would have made this a Me Too moment. He, <laughs> he would have made the 69th birthday joke. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the so, meat in the mouth, he would have gone wild. So, Curtin, um, you guys still have the podcast, right? You still guys have race boards? Well, I live here now. I'm, gonna, I'm starting a new one, okay. and I'm trying to figure out how, because I don't want to, like, maybe I'll put it on that channel, too, like, mm -hmm. for people who subscribe to race boards, but I don't know any way to do it cross-country, and I can't do the same like 
it just was just works with like me and him, and yeah. I can't do it with somebody besides him. I just got to do a different thing. I like an all white podcast called Race Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got time, a ring to it. This uh, time I'm gonna have a title. Did you say Race Wars? They have a, well, that's, it was called Race Wars. It's yeah. him and his friend Sherrod have had a. Uh, podcast. And I hope the name indicated he but was Sherrod black. But Sherrod is black you. and he's okay. white, and they'd have right race wars, and then they would have people like me come on there who are angry. Well, anybody, it could be it could be a vegan chef. It just uh, you could. We had a thing where we would just completely talk openly without any of the little hangups, and uh, and that's why I need Sherrod for that because it's like it, it was Lee and him bouncing off each other that could make. I don't know. I think that was like the funniest. I think we had probably the most diverse podcast for quite some time. By the way. <laughs> no, it was good though. I was on there and I so it was on his show that I talked about the white women with the strollers. Got it. Trying to the liberal women trying to save the black people after yoga between dinner. And I got all these like emails and all this hate mail oh, from all these white women that Wait were like Okay, to be fair, you gotta admit they did save me too from black women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you love that? Oh, you did admit, I tell you that I was doing they a... save the word woke from Did I tell you I was, I was doing a, um, a <laughs> show, a, a, a hosting gig, and I had to read the prompter, and one of the things that they had on the prompter, I was doing a run-through with the woman was black that was that was doing the prompter read with me. She's in my earwig. They had me go, it's the year anniversary of the Me Too movement. I go, no, it's not. Me Too's been around. I'm like, that got culturally appropriated. That got taken from a black woman started it. And then Alyssa Milano did it. And I go, I'm like, we can't say that. And she goes, I said that. And no one listened to me. I'm like, well, let the white woman take it. Well, you and then they, I was like, they have to change it. I was like, are you kidding? Oh my, I think woke is the getting jiggy woke. with it of this generation. The woke is the getting jiggy. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break. Chef Babette, thank you so much for thank stopping you, by the show. Thank you. You're so good. You are amazing. You're beautiful and inspiring. And you guys are the best. Make sure you stop by Stuff I Eat. Um, when, if you are in the Los Angeles area, you pick up her book, Cash In on Cashews, and follow her on Instagram, Chef Babette. You, you will find your way. I, f I started following her today and I started feeling like I was on my way. There's a call. Do you want to take it real quick? Oh, let's take a call. Let's take a call. This, they're always call when we are about to take a break. That's what they do. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, this is uh, Ida. You're on Live on Truth Serum. Who's this? Uh, hi. Dude's at a bar. Who are you talking to? Say that again. Uh, three dudes at a bar. Three oh. juice in a bar. See, so he's probably weak. three dudes. Three dudes at a bar. Oh boy, this is gonna go. What are you? What are you guys drinking? Vegan beer? Is he weak from not eating enough uh, meat? I, I'm I'm drinking a Miller High Life. I've had some bourbon. What are you drinking? I'm drinking Hennessy. What time is it? PBR. There you go. Vegan drinks. It's nine o'clock on the East Coast. Oh, okay. What's your question? Uh. How much wood can a woodchuck talk to police? Oh, That's <laughs> a fair question. Answer the man. Answer the man. Oh, <laughs> I like God. when they hang. I like when Darren just hangs up. People were like, "God bless you." <laughs> 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 uh, all right, I'm we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, funny. we're coming back with Deborah, Giovanni, <laughs> Annie Letterman, and Kurt Metzger will be in the house. And Chef Babette, make sure you go to ChefBabette.com. This Bye, is Tisa with Ada Rodriguez. We'll <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> you. See my days are cold without you But I'm hurting while I'm with you And though my heart can't take no more I can't keep running back to you 
Chills up that spine, that ass is mine Skip the wine and the candlelight No crystal tonight, it's alright with you We fucking, that's cool Deja vu, the blood spark, finger fucking in the park Pissy off Bacardi dark Remember when I used to play between your legs You begged for me to stop because you know where it would head Straight to your mother's bed Not the Marriott, we'd be lucky if we find a spot next to your sister Damn, I really missed her When she used to rub my back when I hit that When she used to giggle when your ass would wiggle Now I know you used to sleep at the park of Meridian, trip to the Caribbean, but tonight no ends. For fucking you with your skirt on On the back street in the backseat of the Yukon What's taking so long? I'm getting anxious but patiently waiting for you To tell a nigga to move on Between me and you We can find each other flying abroad in my private G2 I ain't trying to G you I'm trying to see you bent over You know how we do it Feet to shoulders Bring heat to cold this night So ferocious Now you street promoting the dick game is potent Cause in the bed Nigga go hard like Jordan Sweat pouring Loving the way you be Morning, gripping the sheet, looking at me, looking at me. Cause every woman just wanna be happy. And it's crazy, but baby, I love it when I'm with you, baby. Girl, you're there, those eyes, I love it when you look at me, baby. Your lips, your smile, I love it when you kiss me, baby. 
I'm waiting to hear what Mr. Vanderlyn has to I say. I know. What do you have to say? You didn't come up with like a joke or anything to say when you called? Go on, sir. Well, the floor wait, is yours. Wait, wait a goddamn minute. I, I, I'm calling <laughs> to check on Arthur. You know, Arthur Morgan. But uh, we have a plan. We, we can reveal it to y'all if you would very much like me to. Yeah, well, let's hear it. Start now. Oh, oops, did we lose you? <laughs> Do you know what? I Here's the worst part. I absolutely understood every single thing you said. I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2. He was playing the, the character of... of uh, and I really was holding out for a better... Uh, I guess I expected too much. It's just you like, can. I don't mind a prank. Like, I'm down for pranks. I'm down for jokes and stuff. Of course. Be funny. This is your big shot. This right. is your, it's like a heckler. You're like, Wait, this is your opportunity. Yeah. This is what you're coming with? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so we are back. Uh, this is the second hour of Truth Serum, and we have a very funny and just, you know, Deborah's not just funny. She's likable. Oh, she's the best. You know what I mean? Even when she's going off, I'm like, I like her. Well, some, people, nice. some people really hate her. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this next guest is hateable. 50-50. No, no well, everybody, I've, I've, no. Not, I haven't heard bad things. Never. Not yet. I'll Ugh. start looking around. I'll dig around. But you want to get successful. On. You haven't <laughs> spent a lot of time in Canada. You yeah. don't know her <laughs> No, I did spend some time in Canada with Deborah, <laughs> and she was accosted. She was, like, harassed by people. They're She's like, so oh my God, I've been watching you forever. Yeah, true. And people are like, who really? is Deborah yep. Di Giovanni? Yeah, oh, that was good. Nice pronunciation. I like it. How Very are nice. you? I'm good. Good Thank to see you. Thank you for being here. Pleasure is mine. We love you. We all. Every She asked if you were coming. She was like, is she still coming? Because... Because we're obsessed with each other. We love each it's other. It's totally true. We're I knew you guys were lesbians. I knew it. Listen, oh, I'm not a lesbian. <laughs> Isn't that something when you like, like I was uh, on Rihanna's page and Amory was like, do you want to have sex with her? Yeah, like Rihanna, yeah, Rihanna, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. Want to see if have something in common with you? But I was like, I like Rihanna. Yeah. He was like, Do you want to have sex with her? But I think we, well, have, we just get girl crushes because you like someone so much. You have yeah. a crush on you them. You know what? You know? Is this that I don't like so many other people? Can <laughs> yeah. I just like one? Right. It's so. Isn't it so nice when you meet people you like? That's how I feel about yeah. both of you. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, thank God. Yeah. Oh God. Oh. Kurt, yeah, I'm still Andy up and in there. Extending, ex, uh, exchanging text messages yesterday because I was like, it's, when you come in contact with some people in Hollywood, even comedians, when they start getting a little bit of some credits, 
they then transition into the to who they really are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're yeah, like, yeah. they're having a conversation. This is my favorite when somebody says, my team. Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> Yo, oh. get, get a scar across your face and see how can fast I, your team abandons you. Can I you tell bitch. you how many friends I've lost after they do Unleash with Byron Allen? <laughs> 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 They look down on oh, me. No. I guess I'm leashed, huh? <laughs> I like oh. my comedians leashed. Uh, I, you know what? I, you know what? I'm not going to even feel fear to say anything anymore. I don't give a fuck about this business. Fuck comics unleashed. Uh, Whoa. P, what's his name? Didn't like me. And he was like, I just don't like her brand of humor. No. And I'm like, but you like Byron? Autumn, uh, no, the... Peter Kofsky. And I was like, I don't even know you. You've never been to one of my shows. You're so good, too. What a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm like, what I do don't mean? even know. Oh, he didn't elaborate on what you're No, you know is. what it is? Is that I don't pander. Um, so I don't I do not right. do the wo- woman of color. Ooh, let me tell you about my eyebrows. I do. I do. With a Sharpie. <laughs> I do do that. Right. So if no, you guys want to. That. <laughs> that's don't. actually my brand, but I'm just No, you don't. Well, I've I'm seen joking. you. I've seen you make people tremble in the audience. <laughs> that's true. And I was on the show with you, Deborah. At the uh, at the at, at the comedy lab, and then I was like, this other girl was going up after you, and I was like, now how is she gonna do that? <laughs> I we, felt bad for her. Uh, was was it on a girl show? Yeah, yeah, it was an all girl show. That. But that's when that's those so are the hard right. shows. Yeah. for people who are all girl comic oh, shows, yeah, yeah, because yeah. then when people like you go on stage yeah. and you're just a comic who happens to be a woman, yeah. yes, they suffer. <laughs> we <laughs> did it all. That's what our thing was well, an all girls. What would you mean? at the all-girl show they don't like it or you just mean if you do all-girl shows and go to other shows no no I'm saying that when there are there are uh, there are these groups of women that love to do all-women shows yeah. because they feel like there's it's not much gentler of- it's easier oh, that's what yeah. they think it's such like nightmare. there's that whole why would you school think that? because there's this whole school do you know about this there's this whole school that te- that just takes women and they're they have this crazy. What? Do you know about oh, this? Oh, the sexy and ladies make, yeah, of co- or hot yes. women of comedy. No, no, no. Wait, I remember what yeah. it's called. It's called Pretty Funny Ladies of yeah. Comedy. And if you put the um, comma in the right place, it's pretty accurate. <laughs> but they have pretty to wear dresses. Funny. Like one of their their deals is that they have to wear a skirt on it's stage. Disgusting. Wait, so it's, it's disgusting. It's just, it's I, I, I'm crazy. Sorry, I'm so confused. Okay, wait. So it's a bringer show you, class. You said it's class. a. Oh, it's a. Okay, yeah, you said it's comedy class. So I thought there's an institution. No, there's a teacher. Yeah, there's a teacher. They're paying her. Teacher. <laughs> That's a good question. Remember yeah. when what's his yeah. name had that that boot camp uh, that dude Kyle Cease? Cease, yeah. Everybody got all up and on, and he had like a. It was like six hundred dollars to have. Uh, <laughs> I've already called my one name of the show. Okay, that's keep me that's off it. of We've any Byron Allen production <laughs> for the rest of my life. I don't think you have to. I don't do know. That's that. such a bad thing. <laughs> do you guys remember? Because I always hear like dumb shit, like but it's nobody like talented put shit like that together. Do you remember the the I don't know what comedy festival? Some bullshit, not even a real festival in uh, New York. And they were like, and uh, white males will have to pay extra uh, to no, perform. I never oh. heard that one. And then uh, everybody gets all hung up on it. I'm like, did you say you're charging people to perform in the fest? Yeah. Like, did you just sneak by? <laughs> I did all kinds of festivals. They, they paid me. Yeah. They didn't have yeah. a fee for but, me to enter the festival. But that's a new thing, though, now. Now to yeah. even just submit, you have to pay. Because yeah. there's so many people yeah. doing stand-up. And it's not a guarantee. It's a good yeah. way to prey on naive. I think well, it's it about is. Don't make money. That's what bringer shows are, yeah. though. And that's what that class is, is a bringer show. I um there was this girl that uh that I met who I didn't know she wanted to do comedy. Um I didn't know she was a comedian. She was just some woman and she did a podcast and she was like, I'm just trying to, you know, get on the road. And I'm like, huh? She, she claimed like, to be what? a vegan chef. She goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, she goes, I just want to get maybe someone will take me on the road. I'm like, oh, you get on the road by doing comedy. Yeah. Not by doing a podcast. 
you know and then um and then she was like wearing her eyelashes look i go oh you're are you wearing fake eyelashes those look nice and she goes anything i can do to like pop on stage i was like be funny like i mean the idea of like you have to wear you have to put on your prettiest dress to get on stage like that is, I, well, Keaton Ivory Wayne says you should get your me. worst dress. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to distract Keaton. Listen, I thought we were supposed to grow our mustaches out, um, you know, wear sweats. Why can't we just be who we are? You I, know I, what I mean? I, like, I, we I can. Do. Some days I want to well, wear a dress, and some days woman. I want to look why. like a lumberjack. Yeah. <laughs> it's just who I am. It's like every day I don't want to. I'm wanna. literally wearing I a lumberjack shirt. I was going to say, Deborah's actually dressed like a lumberjack fully. I'm Canadian. I cannot stop wearing plaid flannel. I, it's impossible. It's By in the my way, blood. I was gonna ask Ida, do you have a persona on? Like, do you have like an outfit, or do you, do you, do you wear whatever you want, or are you I like do. I I, I want to make sure that I look a certain way, or no? I they tried to do that to me after Last Comic Standing, and I, the reason I wore the dress on Last Comic Standing, which I have to explain over and over again, <clears> is I had just lost my grandmother to cancer. And she, her favorite color was yellow. And she always told me that when I went to, when I got on television for the first time, she wanted me to dress up and be pretty like a girl. Cause my grandmother was old school and she used to always dress me up for Easter and always put me in yellow. So I wore the yellow to pay tribute for her. Cause I didn't, I didn't tribute to her. I didn't want to do last comic standing. I had just lost my grandmother and my uncle was murdered in a hate crime. Three I mean, months this later. just got so dark. No, no, but it's the truth. I just so come sorry. off last grandma standing. There so, were no more shut up. Don't you talk about my grandmother, you white devil. <laughs> so listen, and I'm standing there next to Kurt. We're both looking like, I'm looking at him like, I'm a, we're going to get fucked, aren't we? And he's Kurt's at me also like, in a yellow dress. Yeah. Um, and I he's know. looking at me like, we're definitely going to get fucked but you know it was it wasn't even like i didn't do it for comedy i didn't do it for, i just i was only thinking about losing you Dude, know you're my, going on tv yeah. dress up are you kidding why would that be like a but crazy it was such thing? A, first of all i got judged by the comics okay. the new york comics were looking at me like like i walked down the stairs and they were like i hope this bitch falls okay? <laughs> oh like you're trying to come up or something. Can, wait 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 there's more to, uh, boys or girls and because i uh, do I, I remember and i remember your yellow dress and i'm and i if some dude did have a problem, I, I'm guessing they were like, they didn't like that you were like pretty. I swear to God, like, because I didn't think you looked even remotely like slutty or something or whatever the fuck was implied with that thing. He said, like, you just look very. You just happen to good. be pretty. You just happen yeah, to be a and pretty. I, and let me tell you woman. something. That bugs, that'll bug dudes, and but it'll really irritate women. Oh my God, there is nothing that a woman. <laughs> yeah, like, so that was it. And I felt yeah. it. And it was like everybody had their own issue mm -hmm. during that season. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was, I was just like, man, fuck it. Now I'm going to the top 10. I'm really going to piss them off. And I'm wearing another dress <laughs> yeah, because I'm conflict driven. And I was like, oh shit, they were hating on me. And I made well, it to the semi Should have worn a bikini. You would have won. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I fucked up for the final. So. <laughs> in those contests, by the way, you don't, I mean, like me and I, we never compete in those contests. You're, you're competing with your demographic yep. specific. So it's not even a, like, it's like a sad thing because it, it, it cheats. It puts you in a smaller thing. And then you that's were all last comics. Thing. Yeah. You, I you was were the Amy Schumer, Amy Schumer. Yeah. yeah. You were. I heard the stories. Did you hear the stories? I heard the stories. <laughs> I heard the trickery and the fuckery. <laughs> I want to hear some of the stories. What stories are you interested in telling? It was, what was, you know, it was, um, gosh, she, it was me and who else was it? Doug Benson. 
and John Reap. Oh, John yeah. Reap won that year. I I, that's that. the one I don't know who yeah, he it is. It was, um, yeah, God bless no him. No offense, John. From Hickory. And he, me and Amy were pals. Yeah. We bonded. We didn't, you know, she just started comedy. Like she was maybe three years in. Yeah. And it was just, you know, we were pals. And then it got down, there was only two girls left. <laughs> and so when we were doing our little, you know, the vote off, she gave me a whole like, don't let's not vote for each other. Let's let's be the oh. let's stay on this. And I was and me okay. And, I was, oh, oh. and then she voted for me. Like within like within like fifteen seconds. Well, this is so high school. But you know what the thing is though? It like I looked at you know good for her. Good for you. You know what I mean? You did that's it. You made feel. sure. You, good for you. Whatever. Deborah, that's I was how I feel in this one. town. Don't yeah. you feel in this town? Like yeah. Kurt is always telling me because I'm always like, these people are so fake. What yeah. the hell? Like, yeah. why would someone come up to me and say this and then do this? And Kurt's always like, you're wrong. They're right. Like, we moved here to yeah. this fucking yeah. fake place. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. You're the Where weird one. Why are you mad at LA for being fake? The one thing you knew about LA before. was that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't believe it. We came it. here knowingly and willingly. But, but the thing is, though, like, like I so I don't care. Like, good for her. You know, great. Whatever. Amy, she's never been. I mean, I don't know if we. She's never been anything but kind to me since. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, I don't care. But it was that moment. Like, it was just that, That's you know, so you have that little Barbara. Canadian girl going, oops. I saw you. Know, I, 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 <laughs> I would fall for that, too. Oh, I would totally who would, I would you? I mean, we for all sure. would. You're like, oh, we bonded. Me too. I fell right. for it on yeah, Last know. Comic Standing. Myself. Yeah. Then I found out there was a whole conspiracy yeah. led by Jimmy Schubert and all oh. the older white men. They were coming for me. It was said that I would be the Omarosa of oh. that season, That's Last Comic so Standing. Funny. And I was like, I don't even have the... I, I wish I had the wit and the grit that Amarosa has. For, I'd probably to work for be Donald making Trump. more than thirty dollars. <laughs> You'd be a show in the White right House. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. You'd be wait, killing it. Do you remember that when, when Amarosa came out after she left, stopped working, and she had like a tell-all? She like he is so crazy and not fit for whatever. I'm like, yeah, Amarosa. We figured that out when he hired you, Amarosa, <laughs> for an important position. No shit. We are live on Truth Serum with Ida Rodriguez, Deborah DiGiovanni is here, Ooh. Annie Letterman, and Kurt Metzger are co-hosting. We're gonna take a quick break, and we will be right back with some more truth serum. Like I comfort you, who else but the rule? You feel me? 
Connect the dots, we hit the spot. Twin bins, you ride hard, I ride driving to make it better. Baby got the Nina Beretta, tough blow when I'm two cars back with the phone roll. And it freaks you out on your mama's couch, that's what us thugs be about. You know me, and when I pray for love, baby pray for us who celebrate the thugs. My lady, capital gains when I spit 16, well the bars are 16s in the doors of cars. The star is born in the hood, made a name live on. Are you welly, ladies? Feel me? Baby say yeah, baby say yeah. If you ride for me, like you love me. Baby say yeah, baby say yeah. If you die for me, like you cry for me. Baby say yeah, baby say yeah. If you kill for me, like you come for me. Baby say yeah, baby say yeah. Chuck, I'm good. Now I'm showing you blood and love, there's no belly You bounce from blow selling, though amounts to no telling There'll be no telling, snitches, get it back Throw gats to your backs for my boy Part of the game is that, huh? Niggas and they feelings, cause I handle your dealings Keep your name intact, my fame's intact So cops won't know what it's hitting for Now hoes wanna know what you shitting for Cause I'm your bitch The Bonnie to your plot, it's mental Mash your enemies, we out in the rental I'm your bitch Niggas run up on you, shift your lungs, who's your organ? Don't know what they know about it. Extreme measures, I'ma ride with you and my baby. 380 at my side and we lock the town. I'm as down as any thug. My love, they gotta take us in blood. Baby say yeah, baby say yeah. If you ride for me, like you love me. Baby say yeah, baby say yeah. If you die for me, like you cry for me. Baby say yeah, baby say yeah. If you kill for me. You can die from love And any given time I can die from slug But that's what this life is capable of The death and the life of a bitch and a thug Is what I'm scared of But God of them and that ain't afraid Tuck the toast and the escalator Pop on niggas that show me shade But only for the roofers, that's my baby. Got me get down ass bitch with red hair that don't care. Plays by the shots to flash. Girl, come on, follow me and bust back the police. Conceal your heat. It's a bit much to blaze up. Rolling Chuck and IG, the murderers. I N Z with one on the hip, one in the holster. Nigga will toast you quick, especially our down ass. Baby, say yeah, baby, say yeah. You love me, like you love me. You're all a real man can need and never ask for it. This is love, girl. This is more than a crush. Harlem at the Rutgers, yeah. I saw you with your man, smiling, huh. a coach bag in your hand, I was laying in the coop with my hat turned back, we caught eyes for a moment, and that was that, so I skated off, as you strolled off, looking at them legs, goddamn, they look so soft, I gotta take it from your man, that's my mission, if his lovers really got to handle competition, you only knew in five months, that's right. besides he drink too much, and smoke too many blunts, and I be working out every day, thinking about you, looking at my own eyes in the rear view Catching flashbacks of an eye contact Wish I could lay you on your stomach And caress your back I would hold you in my arms And ease your fears I can't believe it I ain't had a crush in years Hey love 
stop waiting every day Your man must think it's safe for you to travel that way And I don't want to violate your relationship So I lay back in the cut with a crush, that's a trip Still, he can't stop me from having daydreams Tonguing you down with uh, vanilla ice cream Kissing on your thighs under moonlight Searching your body with my tongue, girl, all night I wonder one day could it be Simple dreams could turn into reality Our love would come down so naturally We would walk down the aisle of destiny But your man get his hustle on, got your type scared Break you off a little chump change to do your hair It seems to be enough to satisfy your needs But there's a deeper level if you follow I'd lead Hey, love So we are back, Truth Serum Live. Cart Metzger is in the house. He's really a Zen guy, and I enjoy being in his presence. Annie Letterman is here, and Deborah DiGiovanni. So how long have you been doing stand-up now? Long time. 18 years. 18 years. I know. I'm an old woman. No. Wait, how many American years? Five. This is, yeah. So technically five then, uh, yeah. I guess, right? Because so it doesn't you, matter. I'm going to give you 11. Yes. <laughs> the exchange, <laughs> let's say a, a dozen. Let's say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. And But when you were in Canada, you did stand up there. Yeah. Is it, is it, we all know the scenes are different, but mm-hmm. the cutthroatness of Los you know Angeles. What? You, would, you would think that, like, because I grew up in Toronto, and so that's where I did my, all my comedy career. Everyone, I think, you know, because we're Canadian. No, it's the same thing. They, they do not have your back at all. Yeah. <laughs> at all. Well, at there's all. less because opportunity I, there. Yeah, that's exactly it. Because it's like, you know, Canadians, we're friendly, we're, we're nice. and what, But there's so few, like, there's literally eight jobs. Passive and that's aggressive. It. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's just... You'll do anything to get it. Cause, and also, too, in Canada, like, if you get a job, you you, you just die. You never, yeah. ever lose it. You yeah. just mm-hmm. keep recycling you. Like, the actors in Canada, like, they, from one show to the next show to the next show, they just, they don't do any, like, fresh fresh blood. They just kind of, until you die. You make good money yeah. on the yes, road too. there, yeah. too, right? You make good money on the road right. there, too. And um, just, they do. They, not they, when you they, convert they, it to America. Not dollars. when you convert That's exactly when you come back and, and try to live in LA <laughs> on Canadian dollars. It's not the same. But they do they do um you know they pay better and our and our one nighters are pretty good like in uh, in Quebec is there's a union in Quebec for for stand up the wow. stand up comedians who you'll never hear of because they all do it in french they're millionaires <laughs> they're millionaires and they just because it's They've got a union. You show up, you do 15 minutes, and it's X number of dollars. Well, I got it's, those international it's crazy. Got, super rich. Yeah. I got There's so many of them. We're going to start having that soon. Yes. Starting with the 47 uh, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love Everybody that. Everybody gets one. Everyone. Everybody. 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 Not us. Not Oprah, us, but everyone else. Oprah's <laughs> handing out fucking Netflix. Oh, what's God. the name? Um, Aaron Goldberg? What's the uh, who who does all the hosting? Just say it. He's a Jew. At the stand, he does. He oh, goes, Aaron Berg. Aaron Berg. Oh, Aaron. Oh, gosh. When, uh, he's the, Canadian. Remember yeah. those kids? Canadian and Jewish, yeah. and very short. Yes. And but funny. But when the kids got rescued from that cave, oh yeah, yeah. He said that each of those kids were getting a Netflix <laughs> special. Oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's been getting in trouble for a long time. Oh no, a I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I did that. I know Aaron's a good dude. By the way, why? Is it weird to you that you could like get in trouble? I mean, I literally knew I wasn't qualified to hold an adult job, so I, 
I became a clown. Yeah, that's I, right. Yeah. I'm going to not say the right thing. That's yeah. I don't have the ability to do it. And now you're getting in trouble for. I got to watch my fucking yeah. words like I'm running for president. Yeah. Yeah. And then the president that's, could do the edgy material. It's because everyone's that's too, too precious <laughs> now. Everyone's too precious now. Everyone offends so quickly. And oh, well, I, I have a theory. Oh, I have a theory. A I think people are not offended. I think that they need to make other people's words matter so their words matter. Interesting. They because yeah. they want to be heard. Everyone, everyone wants to be heard. Everyone has a fucking. Uh, every egg has a voice now. Every mm. fucking egg on Twitter is running around. Everyone has their own website with Instagram. You yeah. know, everyone's got their own thing. So now it's like we're all even. And now you can't say bad things because I, when I say things, it matters to everyone. Yeah. yeah. No, you know what? I don't give a fuck because <laughs> I really don't, and I don't apologize, Kurt. But I, the the difference between me and you is that I'm a woman of color. Mm. I'm a Latin woman. I'm at the bottom of the food chain, mm. and I can't. The only thing I can punch Latin down on. Women are at the bottom. The only of the person. Food yes, we get paid less than everybody yeah. men and women the bottom included. of the bottom um, we are the bottom the only you, person you person see this is the thing i like it, 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 i get paid less than everybody me ida rodriguez i get paid you're I, a solitary I, business where you decide that kind of shit and by the way this is why it's dumb to make it about that because the story deborah just told with amy and uh, like it's a common thing that comic it's a low self-esteem fucking business yeah and so like when I started with Kev, here's an example of Kevin Hart, okay? Like this ain't, because I'm a man, I don't have the instinct he fucking had. People that say Kev are like the people who say my team. <laughs> <laughs> I, we always call them Kev. I, I know, yeah. So, no. but, Stop showing off, I don't know him. I'm not showing off. It's exactly. clearly I went not as far as him. <laughs> I'm here with you. I'm not. That's not a brag. Oh, he, we, wow, we, we drove by, we drove by no, five happy, billboards not, of Kevin Hart. I'm not, I'm not trying to brag on his name. I'm saying explain I'm how much more, like, I, I know a couple people I saw them get famous like quick and there's something they have where they don't have that little like uh, well I'm lucky to be doing what I love mm. we, he was getting for colleges we were in a car and I think me and Big J were getting like $300 gigs made. like we're like oh we got a $300 he's on the phone he's like tell him I want 30 grand this is about <laughs> a year into comedy dude <laughs> and he got it he got the fucking 30 grand okay that if you did they do instinct, well on the show the people that got that instinct, they come across all kinds of genders, and they're not a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. And 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 the, to get caught up in that shit is the trick that those people do. Yeah. But they're always on, t like, when you do this gibberish about patriarchy, they, if they were really like, let's get whatever the fuck that means, if they really wanted to get rid of it, maybe that would be something. But these are just people going, no, I should be the piece of shit on top. They're, you understand? They're not trying to change the system. Well, no, the and comedians they, definitely aren't. And every single time a comedian seeks out to create a union in the United States, as soon as they make it, that union is fucked. Because yeah. they don't we care tried, In New York, we were going to do it, it but yeah. we, it, we, they told us, we had a union person tells us you might not want a union. It was just to get the pay up. And Why by the way, we? because then you got a whole host of problems where you got union labor. I mean, it's bad enough as it is where you got these obligational fucking comedy lineups. It's better than the, the union $8. person told us. <laughs> yeah, but I, you, look, you're telling When they break a 10, you, they you, pay you. The like, bottom, <laughs> look, this is, and I know that, but guys do this all the time, but girls do this more. And I, and, and this is a low self-esteem business, like I said. So, but girls definitely do this more. Who, like, you are talented. Fuck everybody but you. Advocate for yourself and get your shit because if a woman succeeds, doesn't do shit for you. In fact, if more women come in comedy, you better pray that don't happen for two reasons. One, it means women are being abused at an unprecedented level to make them into fucking comedians. Okay, <laughs> and two, it just dilutes your specialness. No, but I, I listen. What I was saying was that the reason why people don't don't have as much outrage with me as they do <coughs> with you is because I'm at the bottom. So when mm. I say something about patriarchy or fuck femi white feminism or when I say 
they don't come for me the way that they come for you. Right. I come for you. How dare you? Yeah. I am the most discriminated against <laughs> they, but they didn't, listen, they, the genre the reason, of human. The, the, only, white the only people I could punch down on is a motherfucker in a wheelchair. You know okay. what I mean? The people all, below me are disabled. And that would be hilarious. Okay, can I, can I, by the way, I just want to, because I, I don't know what improv fucking Twinkie came up with the idea of punching down and up in comedy. Like, people <laughs> I'm say talking that, about in life. But that became a phrase. That's not what comedy is, okay? Number one, it's not possible for me to. I don't think I'm above somebody, and I wouldn't deign to speak down. These I always people, hated that. They you think too. they're being good people. Punching down. I oh, that. I wouldn't yeah. punch down at a homeless. Yeah. You think you're above them, right. and you won't even deign to know. Oh, how well great. when I'm in my house looking Bravo. down at them, I do believe I'm above. Them. No, but that's because that's how you know it's a. This is a white chick thing the most because that's white girls or just women, but white girls more. Because women of color, as you say, too busy trying to fucking survive. We ain't got time to come up with words like intersectionality. You know that, right? You either got to be a woman of color that grew up with all white girls or a white girl, but it's an upper upper class twit thing to say. It's funny to me because you're right. Because when you talk about white women in America, Mm -hmm. the ones who elected Ted Cruz and DeSantis and Donald Trump, who said grab them by the pussy, there's so much about white women are leading the charge. Feminism. The bitches are out there. They are our greatest enemy as mm-hmm. women. Well, I always think about that. Like when when this power shifts in comedy and it's like all women in charge, God save us all. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got God save shit. us all. I mean, I have there are things when I did um uh, one of the TV shows I did, well, I guess we're saying names, but <clears throat> I was told that there was one person that didn't like didn't pass on me to do Girl Code the first season. And I think I know who it was. And it that person didn't have a fucking dick, okay? Yeah. I'll tell you that. Yeah. For you to not, they, she didn't pass, what do you mean? What well, you it was like, okay, so they they were coming to my shows when they were first coming out with Girl Code on MTV. They were coming to all my shows. They really wanted me, the producers, and who knows, maybe they're lying to me or whatever. But all the producers were like, we really want you, like we want, we, you know, all this stuff. And then in the end they go, we just couldn't get one, per- one person just wasn't on board. And I know Fucking who it was. Like, I can't say it for sure, but so I can say it. So, wait a minute. Girl it. Code, they pick the people the same way they decide a murder trial. There's got to be <laughs> a, like a jury. unanimous jury. One person we just couldn't get on board, and I fucking know. Yeah, they, they love it's to the use same, that. It's the same person that wouldn't book me on, like, you know, regular shows in Brooklyn. You know, you're like, oh, why am I not on this show? You know, when it's like 50 first jokes and you're not booked on it, and you're oh, like, yeah. I'm not one of the 50 comedians, yeah. really? <laughs> hey, I just thought, can, I, can you imagine uh, one? Because I, I can't, but maybe I'm wrong. I can't imagine any brown girl I've ever known in my, all of my life who, if I said, hey, you want to watch me jerk off, would sit there like an idiot and watch me jerk <laughs> off if they didn't want me to watch I me jerk off. I would kick your dick off. Do <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> you know how much I would what, humiliate? What, what, like, wait a minute, we got to take a quick break. And when we come <laughs> back, her manager was going to talk about jacking off in front of brown girls. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask 
that's my baby girl. I treat that lady well. Ain't nothing so so. And I know JD well. A couple Benzes, black, white, Gracie L. Got niggas looking like they we miss a Mercedes sale. Don't wonder what I do. Just know they pay me well. They keep that Gucci and that Louis on my lady L's. That's the way we feel. Must be nice, man. You with the right man. You ain't got a price scan. Or ask how much. Not what I look like. So I'm from Brooklyn. What it look like. You get it cause I got it. I got it so you get it. In Miami they say don't stop. Get it, get it. Mommy do the speedy. Daddy do the duffel. Bag full of chips. We ain't talking ruffles. Told her, tell her, just throw it in the bag. That's the way it's supposed to be. A real nigga supposed to help you out with the groceries. Just throw it in the bag. Paper or plastic is safe for the asking. So dead that nigga, I will pay for the casket. That Remy Mar got him spitting plenty balls. Broke ass nigga couldn't buy the mini bar. So get with Loso, he ain't got a no so. Such a gentleman, dozen bottles of that Rosemo. Oh, you got a man, well, you need a richer one. Meet me in the parking lot, the place say get you one. Meet me at the register, I'm there on the regular. Them niggas price checking, you can help them in a second. As we proceed to give you what you need, like we breaking down the weed, shorty, throw it in the bag. Like we wasn't happy, but not knowing that we're growing and we're getting married. Hard loving, it's 
straight thugging. Bitch, I ain't doing this shit for nothing. I'm here to get it popping, hopping. Let's ride out in the fence. Head blowing in the wind. Sun glistening on your skin. Hey, I'm nasty. You know me, but you still gon' fuck with your baby. And we are back with True Serum. Kurt Metzger is in the house. Annie Letterman is in the house. And Deborah DiGiovanni. Deborah! Yes. What's going on with you right now? What's um, happening in your career? What's happening in my career? Oh, I just, you know what? I just got that little vulture list. That, uh, oh, congratulations. Comics, comics you should know. Comics you should and will know. I like and how they shame the audience. They're yeah, like, how dare you not know them? Idiots. <laughs> it's like, um, maybe how, you should have fucking comics, done this last year, Vulture. This, this is how many comics, comics on the list, list do, you, this, do you like? <laughs> well, no, like it was, did it you was, feel insulted or flattered by it the was, list? No, you know what? There's a lot of, there's a couple that you're just like, you're amazing and it's lovely to be in that group. But it, it was very much like, I think my manager was like, oh, it's 20 people. And I was like, great. And then it, it was like 38 or something. Uh, and there's a little bit of that. Like, that's really nice. You're like, wow, 38. That's a lot of people. Yeah. But it was because there was there was um, sketch troops and improv. It's but not you know the who, same. It's, it's it not the same. It's really that? not the same. Because they don't know comedy. They've yeah. never known the entire Did they talk about you being a woman in the blurb? No. They missed Did they call you feisty? No, they did call me. They did, there was definitely an old crack because they said that my comedy style is you know joke per second and they were like sort of the old you did, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, she does what we're supposed you to be did saying the thing that comedy is and, and you didn't ramble like, yeah, on about exactly. your fucking problems <laughs> exactly. oh so wow you, you make the list yeah I did and, make the list that's great and Thrilled. so did you get yeah. a call after did anybody no, call no goodness no no well no let's well listen I'm, <laughs> I'm here I've never been on the list <laughs> oh, me neither I never get the list this is my first list I was on my daughter's top three favorite comics list and I was number three that is a true story it's not like a side joke I've okay. been on a few like, hit lists, but yeah, uh, she was like, "It was Aziz," <laughs> and then it was it was Aziz. She likes the predators, Louis C.K. Oh my god! And then it was me, and she's like, "And that's because you're my mom." Oh and my I was god! Like, All right, thanks. But you man. might not was have made like a top five if you were blood related. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> no dinner but, yeah, tonight for you. Did you feel but those fingers were in your mouth that you? That was that was like that was my first list in 18 years of comedy though. Like literally the first. I was like, "Oh, thanks." You know what I mean? I never get the list. Those fucking lists. I mean, going back. It's so crazy because everyone's so desperate to be on it. And then it's like, whatever. Look, they literally, like, I love how people, I used to work in the video game awards on Spike, which was like, it's it's just to sell advertising. It's not a thing. But so quickly, (laughs) people imagine, no, I mean, that's what all award shows are, to sell advertising. Right, right. And people buy into it so quickly that it's a fucking content or a thing that's like real. Oh, trust me, I'm going to milk this though until I'm dead. No, For as long as it lasts. I think you should make your own list. Because this is the thing. It's like, I mean, honestly, like, do I want to be on a list? Yeah. 
I don't know why. I just do. I, I, I don't because there is that thing of like you feel like vaccinations <laughs> as a child made you autistic. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> but there is there is that thing where you just go, you know, God, I've been doing comedy so long, and you have that moment where you're like, does anyone know? Does anyone yeah. know that I'm doing? What am I doing? Should I go to teachers' college? Like, what am I doing? And then some. Then you go, okay, great, I'm on a list. Well, right. I right always look at the list just to see if like people aren't on it. I'm always like, oh, please don't mm. let this person be on it. You know, that's so such a, so comedian. Yeah, totally. You know what it is? The comedians, regardless, know who the bad comics are. Yes. Yeah. Regardless of what you you may not talk about it, you keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. There are the people who like, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. talk shit about anybody. But we all know who the bad Absolutely. comics and are. Absolutely. This is this is the truth that are for, getting the, for the regular, for the normal people listening, for the normies. Uh, if you ever hear a comedian, if you ask a comedian what they think about a comic, and the first thing they say is He's such a nice guy. That means he <laughs> sucks and he's comedy. a terrible he's comedian. If you say person. he's super funny and he's nice, then yeah. he's a good comic who's nice. I'm so but if surprised they're, he's if nice. They're a he's good so dude, funny. Exactly. He's a dick. Yeah. He's so, oh my God, so she's lovely. She's a terrible comedian. Yeah. Yeah. That's all there is to it. That's the truth right there. I agree. I feel the same way. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So we got to wrap it up. <laughs> oh. But you got to come back. Absolutely, I really please. want you to come back and co-host with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I really like your, what did they call it? Per second younger then that's what they're doing he so then the but i mean I, I don't think it's like a a major fucking revelation that's that's what you know the world yeah, <laughs> it's just like that, the world that part of it's always been yeah. it's just now there's a layer of like self-righteous political bullshit that makes yep. it grosser but it's always been like that and this may be our last episode of right. Truth Serum, but it was a good run. We had a great time. How I, by the way, this is how fucked up it is. A show called Truth Serum, you've got to make a crack like that about someone just saying Absolutely. The truth. By the way, Race Wars, that's what we did. We just and, talked and, like and how and I And the talk. reality is that I'm only joking because I don't give a fuck. And Darren knows that I come here and I say, say it, whatever you want to yeah. say, because I don't want to be in an environment where I feel handcuffed and muzzled. And if it costs right. me everything, then I don't care because I don't want it that right, way. I'm not a robot, and but I this, don't want to be. This is what people, especially like these dudes that are like shitty trolls, don't get when they get like racist and shit. Like, if you care about free speech and shit, your last hope, literally, it's is black be. people who are allowed to say things, hopefully. Turning some shit around. Like, that's the last hope. And they're going to take it away from him too soon. But that, like, you, that should be your ally out of hand, just out of like, if you want to be funny openly. Is Michael Che. So we, yeah. He's, like, yeah. <laughs> He's our last hope. <laughs> so tell people where they can find you um, Twitter, Deborah D. Giovanni, Instagram, Deborah DG. Okay. Yeah, that's Vulture, it. Number Vulture. Vulture, yes. Number one yes, out of the I live at Vulture now. Annie? Uh, Annie Letterman, A N N I E L E D as in David, E R M A N. Um, that's on Instagram, Twitter. I don't really fuck with. You can follow me if you want. Um, and that's yep. it. There we go. And Kurt? KurtMetzgerComedy.com is my website with my dates, my road dates, and some clips and what have you. Oh, also, what's the date that we're doing? And then I'm going to be at the Comedy Works in Albany with yes. Annie here uh, this thir- uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I think? Or no, Friday, Friday Saturday. Saturday. Friday, Saturday. Nice. I'll be at the House of Comedy in Phoenix on the 7th of December through the 9th. 
Deborah, what about you? Where can people see you? Um, gosh, I'm gonna be. I'm on tour in Canada for the month of January, most of February. We have Canadian listeners. Yeah, do you really? Okay, mm-hmm. good. Yeah, so you can yeah, go to go to my Instagram. I'll post everything. I have more and that's, yeah, the Canadian like, yeah. listeners yeah. than American ones. Yeah, because we, yeah, like, we like, like you very much. Canada. Sorry, I, I said yeah. that thing about you guys being passive aggressive. No, 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 we're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a happy Thanksgiving out there or whatever you want to, because I I heard a lot of people say they're not celebrating Thanksgiving because it's a a slaughter holiday. So yeah, whatever you're calling they ain't it, never getting this land back. Thank you. Thanksgiving, whatever you're <laughs> celebrating. Thank you for listening to Truth Serum. We will be back next week, and we are out. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby.